Welcome back to the Did You Know Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Carson. Today, we are talking all unemployment insurance. I know that's a topic that's on a lot of people's minds. It's a complex topic that many people are trying to wrap their head around. And luckily, we have our policy analyst, Neva Butkus, who has taken a deep dive into this and uh, tried to master um, this complex topic. So welcome aboard, Neva. Happy to be here from my couch, Jamie. <laughs> Yeah, I'm 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 here in my uh, makeshift home office. So, so let's just dive into this. This morning it came out that 6.6 million people filed for unemployment benefits last week alone, and in Louisiana it jumped from around 2,000 to 72,000 in just a week, and we're almost at uh, those numbers that we saw directly after Hurricane Katrina. Um, but I know there's been some substantive action um, in Congress to kind of address this. Can you just bring us up to speed on what's going on and just everything um, that uh, that are in these bills? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, that 70,000, you know, we're going to probably be seeing the Workforce Commission's um, additional week numbers in the next few days. So it'll be really interesting to see uh, what the next week looks like. Um, mm -hmm. Because yeah, we're, we're seeing numbers that we hadn't seen since Hurricane Katrina. And obviously, this is going to be a much more prolonged crisis um, yep. in regards to unemployment. So these numbers aren't, we are not really anticipating them going down really anytime soon. Um, so uh, Congress has passed three bills, kind of like three um, coronavirus relief acts, if you will. Mm -hmm. And the second and third ones have a lot to do with unemployment insurance, which is great because unemployment insurance is one of the single-handedly most effective programs um, to help uh, kind of mitigate a recession and the, and the effects yeah. of a recession. And, and I'd also like to add that you know, a recession's happening right now, and, and, but th that's, that's what we want to happen. Um, which is, you know, not the case in 2008 or, or in other times, but a recession right now means people are staying home mm -hmm. and that public health is being prioritized. Um, so the recession part is inevitable if we want to prioritize public health, but sure. um, a, you know, the, the suffering, the financial suffering of, of millions of Americans and Louisianans, um, that is not inevitable if policymakers make intentional decisions to ensure that everybody has the resources they need to ride out this storm. Exactly. So, so those bills were a good start. Um, hopefully there's more coming down the pipeline, but I'll kind of break down what those, you know, what those entail. So the first one, uh, or well, the second of the three, but the first one with, with a, a, um, unemployment insurance in it was the Families First Act. And there was a billion dollars in there for, um, for unemployment insurance. And it's kind of divided into two pots of money. The first $500 million is going to the states to kind of ramp up their administrative sides of things. You know, like we just said, we just jumped from a couple thousand to 70,000 claims in a week. Yep. That takes more staff, more time, you know, better servers. Um, and the federal government understands that. And so they're giving money to the states to uh, start upgrading their technology and upgrading their, you know, uh, expanding their staff to accommodate that huge influx of claims. Um, the second $500 million is actually going to basically like turn on for a state when their yeah. unemployment uh, rate increases by 10%. And honestly, Louisiana is probably almost there already. 
yeah. and they knew that they, they, they knew every state eventually would, yeah, would hit that mark. Um, and that number is going to kind of come down to address the influx of claims um, for states that have made a few intentional decisions, uh, such as waiving the one week um, waiting requirement. Basically, if you uh, apply for unemployment insurance, there's kind of like a week lapse where you don't receive any benefits based on the time you were terminated um, by your employer to receiving benefits, they, like skip a week of benefits, basically. That's not going to happen anymore. It's going to be retroactively. Um, people be, will be paid for it. Uh, we waived the work search requirements. Uh, this is all through executive order by Governor Edwards. Um, the work search requirement uh, was exactly what it sounds like. And obviously, we don't really want people searching for work right now. They should stay home and yeah. <laughs> and not talk to people and or, or, or not, you know, be face to face with people and, and not be out and about. So um, so we wanted to waive that. It doesn't make sense right now. Uh, and then they also waived employer rating, which basically, you know, if you are terminated from an employer, um, in many cases, that employer then has to um, pay into the uh, state trust fund, the, um, the trust fund that, you know, handles unemployment insurance. So we're basically saying like employers aren't going, if, if, if you're letting go of people because of the coronavirus, that's the reasons for your layoff, um, either directly or indirectly, we're not going to um, penalize you uh, by making you pay into the trust fund. The federal government's going to kind of make up that difference. So those are the three things that we've waived um, and all that was required in, in families first. Um, so, so we're in good shape there, but there's still a lot more we can do. Um, and that's because of the CARES Act, which uh, is the third bill that was passed. Um, the CARES Act realized that a lot of states' unemployment benefits are not enough for people to get by. Especially included. Yeah, Louisiana included. Our average benefit and, you know, waves kind of weekly to week to week. Our average will move a little bit, um, but, but our average weekly payout is between like usually about $215, $220. So, you know, times that by four and that's not your mortgage for, the mo yep. for a lot of people. So, um, especially if you have children and, and um, yeah, it's not ideal. And the max in Louisiana is $247. A week so that's the max you could get at any point in time as a oh, weekly wow. benefit. yeah so still you know multiply by four not a lot of people's mortgages <laughs> so, back of the napkin math alone, still doesn't add up yeah let alone food and and car insurance and and yeah it's it's so the states um most of the states are inadequate louisiana a, a little bit more so than others and um the federal government realizes that a lot of state benefits took a large hit during 2008. And, you know, it, it, that was done on purpose too. a lot of legislators uh, after the 2008 crash kind of gutted in unemployment insurance benefits um, quietly as things started to rebound. And, and, and this now we're, you know, back in the same situation with a worse, a, a worse off program. So what the CARES Act does is it um, helps uh, get, just generally uh, more money in more people's pockets. So um, the CARES Act is going to supplement the state benefits for another $600 a week. Um, so everybody who gets unemployment insurance will be receiving a $600 a week check from this, from wow. either the state or the federal government, depending on how each state wants to set up, the, you know, that receiving that money. So um, that's really fantastic because it's going to drastically increase people's uh, cash flow, um, which is going to do two things. It's going to allow people, like I said before, to stay home 
Um, they can stay home and they can't, don't go outside and they stay away from other people. And that's hopefully going to overall reduce the burden on our healthcare system as more people can comfortably stay home and not worry about finances. And, you know, like I said, just ride out this storm um, and not worried about being evicted or, or keeping the lights on. So unemployment insurance historically um, has kind of also left out your non-traditional workers. It's kind of a program that, you know, uh, fits the model that you would see a couple decades ago in terms of like what the workforce looks like, right? Mm -hmm. So today we have more contract workers, we have more gig workers. Um, that wasn't the case when this was developed. You know, most people just like stayed at one company for a really long time and got a pension. Um, and so uh, unemployment insurance hasn't really grown with the changes in our in our workforce. And so um, this bill, the, the third bill, the CARES Act, also recognizes that. So it created uh, kind of a couple different pots of in unemployment insurance that people who don't fit into like the typical one can kind of uh, uh, fit into. So, um, so we've got a few different uh, types. So there's the pandemic unemployment assistance program, which is gonna be the $600 a week. Um, and then you have, uh, oh yeah, so the pandemic unemployment insurance at $600 a week um, is going to supplement uh, people who qualify for their state program and anybody who does it. So whether that's, you know, because they work part-time or they're self-employed or they're an independent contractor or they're a gig worker and their state doesn't, you know, their state excludes them. Pretty much anyone who's excluded from state unemployment insurance is still going to get that $600 a week, whether they get their state benefits or not. So that's really fantastic. Um, and then the other pot that they've developed is the pandemic emergency unemployment compensation. Um, and that is basically another 13 weeks of uh, unemployment insurance. So the states usually max out at 26 weeks. And the reason it was set at 26 weeks is because 25 weeks during the last recession was the um, time it typically took to find a job. Okay. So yeah, it was just over 25 weeks was the average kind of person's uh, time they had to spend finding a new job. And so, um, so they made it 26 weeks. In Louisiana, you can get 26 weeks. And, um, and the pandemic emergency unemployment compensation is going to provide another 13 weeks of unemployment benefits. Okay. So those are kind of the, that's kind of, the, it's a lot, but those are kind of the breakdowns of the, of the two acts that are, um, are interjecting a lot of money into the States right now. Okay. So it seems like, and you explain in your blog, um, that Louisiana is positioned to receive the money that, that the federal government is, uh, giving out through these two bills, but that there's a couple things that Governor Edwards could do to kind of maximize these benefits. Can you kind of walk us through what those steps are? Yeah, I would be happy to. Um, yeah, so we, we've kind of done the initial things necessary to uh, make sure that we're taking advantage of some of this money, but there's, kind, there's the difference. Um, we, we could be doing more to ensure that more Louisianans are going to qualify for our state benefits. And we could be doing more to ensure that populations that are often overlooked um, are going to be knowledgeable about the process and knowledgeable about what benefits they qualify for. Because, you know, I, I mentioned that unemployment insurance is going to help public, uh, public health in the short term, but in the long term, making sure everybody has this cash on hand to pay their bills and, and purchase things um, in the long run is going to help our economy 
bounce back a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would also add that unemployment insurance benefits are taxable. Uh, so this is going to be taxed. I'm not sure if it's the same rate as general regular income, but it, it, it is going to be taxed at a certain rate by the state. Um, so it could also be beneficial to the state budget because we know that um, we know that recessions take a toll uh, on our state budgets when they happen. So, um, so yeah, we, we kind of outlined a few recommendations for Governor Edwards and his staff to consider that we think could be taken by executive order. Um, and then we also outlined some recommendations for the Louisiana Workforce Commission. So um, we, you know, we hope they, that they take these things into consideration so that they can uh, ensure that their unemployment insurance programs are um, being well communicated to people and more people can sign up for benefits. So we're all better off in the long run. So uh, in regards to our recommendations for Governor Edwards, um, we want to, we would be, you know, um, we ideally would like him to waive the minimum base earnings of $1,200. So the way they calculate whether or not you qualify for unemployment insurance is they look at like a base period of work for you and how much money you made in that, um, that time frame, uh, and it's a little bit more complex than that. But for you know, the sake of the argument, um, you basically have to make around twelve hundred dollars to qualify. But we know in Louisiana, especially low wage workers in places like the Louisiana Delta, where unemployment's just perpetually really high. You know, they might have inconsistent work history because um, of past layoffs or having their hours reduced, or yeah. maybe a family member you know fell ill and they had to care for them and they couldn't go to work, or maybe they fell ill themselves. Or, you know, on, on the other side of the state, down by the Gulf, we know that a lot of work is really seasonal. If you're a fisherman or if you're a crab fisherman or, or you, um, you own a shrimp boat, your work is going to be very seasonal. And because if, you're, you know, if your work history um, is seasonal and maybe some other things happen, you might not make that base period base mm-hmm. amount for you know a variety of reasons but you should still be entitled to benefits during this time so we want to waive that minimum base earnings um so that any worker with any income can just qualify and we don't have to go into the nitty-gritty of you know what happened in their work history yeah so um because i said the more the more workers that we can get benefits to the better off we're all going to be (laughs) so we want. Uh, we would ideally like to do that. We ideally would like to see the formula that calculates state benefits kind of just be re- replaced with a flat rate. Um, the state of Louisiana currently, as I mentioned, uh, the weekly benefits only two hundred twenty dollars a week, um, but people can get as low as ten dollars and then as high mm-hmm. as two hundred forty-seven dollars. So. Um, you know, the ten dollars plus the six hundred from the federal government a week. Still not, you know, still not ideal. Louisiana could be doing a lot more to ensure that we're taking care of our own. Um, so we think that the formula could be waived and we should just implement a flat rate. So it's simple. It's simple to administer. Everyone just gets the same amount um, if they qualify for the benefits. Just something that I wanted to get some clarification on. So if, if the governor took our recommendation um, and implemented a flat rate that's above the current $220 that's average right now, the federal government would pay for that increase. Is that right? Yes, they would pay for the increase for the extended benefits uh, portion of it. Um, If we we could raise uh, the the amount Louisiana, you know, implements as its its state rate 
from, you know, the average of 220 to 300, 400, we said $370 because um, that's the national average. And uh, the state of Louisiana would be, um, we'd be obligated to uh, take that on for the initial part of their unemployment insurance, but then the extended benefits portion of it, that additional 13 weeks, the federal government would pay for that. So, okay. so it would only, yep. And so, um, yeah, we recommended $370 a week. I would also be happy with seeing, you know, just everyone get the max rate of 270 or 247 sure. because we know that if you're, you know, a bartender or if you work in a restaurant, um, and you're making a lot of cash tips that are really hard to track, uh, you might, your income much, might, might be much higher, but then whenever you get that unemployment check from the state, it might be, you know, a hundred bucks, 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's enough to live off of. So I, we, we're making the ask that we increase that regular, that, that state benefit, um, to make sure that we're taking care of our own. Mm-hmm. And then the third recommendation we had for Governor Edwards and his staff was to consider enacting work sharing. Um, A lot of states are exploring doing this through executive order. It usually has to be done through the legislature, but as of right now, the legislature can't, in in many states, the legislature can't convene um, due to the circumstances. So uh, what Louisiana had work share for a portion of time, but we repealed it in 2014. Um, basically what WorkShare is, and it's also called short-term compensation sometimes, um, WorkShare allows companies to, um, in a state to kind of go into an agreement with their workforce commission or their department of labor. And basically they express their department of labor. They say, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to do mass layoffs. Um, but I can't pay everyone a full-time wage and, uh, or like, I just need to reduce people's hours, which a lot of companies are having to do right now um, to avoid layoffs. So what, what work sharing does is it allows uh, the company to um, basically decrease everybody's hours. So let's say they, you know, a company has all of their employees decreased, uh, has their hours decreased by 50%. The employer would then only be obligated to pay for the 50% um, of hours worked and unemployment insurance would kind of step in and pay that other 50%. So everyone's okay. worker, their, their, uh, everybody's hours would be decreased, but their wages wouldn't change through a, an agreement um, uh, through unemployment insurance and their, um, and their employer, kind of like sharing that cost of their, full, of their full salary. So what this does is it keeps people from having to do mass layoffs. And the, the more workers that we can prevent from being disconnected to their employer, the better. Uh, you know, we don't want to be, you know, looking down the road three, four months when all of this blows over. Um, we don't want, you know, a million Louisianans all looking for work. Yeah. So the, at the same time. So um, the, the more we can prevent that those layoffs from happening through creative programs like WorkShare, um, the better. And the CARES Act actually subsidizes 100% of WorkShare for states that already have it. Uh, mm. We don't already have it. We we did have it and we repealed it. Um, but the we make it retroactive to 2014 anyway. Right? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, and but instead, if we enact it, you know, post um, the CARES Act this, the federal government has already agreed to subsidize 50% of it. So Louisiana would be on the hook for some of the money, but the federal government would take up a large portion of it as well. So, um, and it it sounds, it sounds like such a good idea because you mentioned this earlier that this is a recession, but 
it's being caused by a global health crisis that once we can kind of tackle this crisis and get back to a sense of normalcy, the economy will bounce back, but it'll take a little bit longer if everyone has to submit uh, applications and resumes and, and try to find a job. If they can just go back to their previous employment, we can get things back on track quicker. Yep, exactly. Okay, so you laid out um, some things that the governor could do, but you mentioned earlier that 500 million of the $1 billion, do I have that, those numbers right? Yes, yep. That, that is basically going to outreach efforts for uh, the states. And there, there are a lot of things that states can do to ensure that everyone who qualifies for unemployment benefits receive them. But unfortunately, Louisiana is one of the worst states at doing this. I think it's only 11% of unemployed workers in Louisiana actually receive benefits. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. What can the Louisiana Workforce Commission do to, to just get the word out, to, to not have any barriers? Uh, basically, how can we get the, the money that's coming from the federal government in the hands of as many unemployed workers as possible? Yeah. Um, so no, you're right. The, 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 fir- the, the family's first act, there's a billion dollars, the first 500 million or four. Yeah. Just purely like ramping up your administration and outreach efforts. And that's even that second pot of 500 million that is going to trigger on when unemployment, you know, starts increasing in the States. Um, that also is going to, you know, outreach efforts and things like that. Um, you know, but that's that's more tailored towards like specific aspects of, of unemployment. But yeah, the whole pot of money basically is to is to ramp up these efforts so that we can get more people on unemployment insurance and handle that increase in caseload. So um eleven percent, like you said, eleven percent of unemployed Louisianans uh receive unemployment benefits. Um there's only four states in the country that have a worse um recipiency rate than us. And um we, you know, we talked to some national partners and uh, had some discussions with people who have navigated the unemployment insurance process and, and kind of came up with a list of recommendations that we hope that the Workforce Commission considers to, you know, make some creative and intentional steps or to take some creative and intentional steps to ensure that the communities that are often overlooked um, are are not being overlooked, um, and we're getting money into those hand, the, the hands of the unemployed in those communities as well. So the first thing that we um, uh, kind of brought to their attention was that, you know, Louisiana is one of the worst broadband ac- internet access rates in yeah. the country, <laughs> especially in really rural areas. Um, so if you do not, and the libraries are closed right now, right? I think mm. every library system is closed right Good now point. in the state. So where do you go online to, to even understand what the benefits are um, or, or if you qualify? Like there's a, there's a number on, you know, the Workforce Commission's website that you can call and apply for benefits. But if you can't get to the website, you also don't have that number. So, yeah. so, it, it, so there's, you know, it's kind of a perfect storm for a lot of these communities that are going to be, you know, very much low income and, and often communities of color, they're going to miss out on these benefits. Um, and it's just going to increase the, the racial wealth gap after this. So, mm-hmm. um, 
So we were uh, pressing for the workforce commission to consider maybe hiring people to do outreach in those areas specifically. You know, that money that's coming down from the federal government, it's very vague and unrestricted. They want the states to do what they need to do um, to address the issues in their own communities. So um, that could be used to hire outreach workers to go to the Louisiana Delta and hang flyers at grocery stores and food and, and, and school feeding sites where a lot of these that's communities a, are, already, are already going, you know? So um, so that way they have the number, they can call, it can have an explainer that, you know, kind of gives them a lowdown of what benefits they do and do not qualify for. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, you know, that could be done in conjunction with grassroots organizations um, that we often have, you know, Louisiana Budget Project uh, and many of our partners already work with. And um, yeah, and I think actually, Jamie, you were the one that um, also, whenever we've had previous conversations about outreach in this, you were the one who mentioned that, you know, the TV and radio, which it sounds so simple, but we forget about it in the day of the internet. Yep. <laughs> TV and radio are, are sure far way to make sure that a lot of these communities um, are receiving this information. So whether that's, you know, Governor Edwards has been doing really fantastic press conferences almost every day, uh, giving people updates on what's going on with the coronavirus and, and public health. So, you know, maybe we need to start push it, pushing for that information to be broadcasted over TV and radio during those press conferences or just paid ads or, or something just to make sure that everybody, regardless of their zip code, internet access or socioeconomic status, um, is going to, has a, a medium to hear about these benefits and what they are, uh, you know, if they qualify. Yeah, I think we, and I really want to stress that we're not, saying that currently the the workforce mission is doing a bad job. I I think everyone knows from when we mentioned earlier, they went from 2000 to 72,000 applications in a week. I mean, they're, they're overwhelmed, but what the point of this money is, is, is to allow them to widen their efforts, to hire more staff, to get more resources out there. So we're just providing recommendations on what we think, uh, some of the best practices could be used for this pot of money that's coming down. Yes, definitely. Um, especially after conversations with, you know, organizations like the National Employment Law Project um, and and the Economic Policy Institute and a lot of these organizations that do um, labor law and, and, and uh, economic opportunity policy. Um, it was through conversations with them that we were able to kind of develop these these recommendations um, that we want to pass on to the states. So, yeah, well, we commend, uh, the governor and his staff and everyone at the workforce commission, just everyone who's is just, just helping the people of the state handle this unprecedented crisis. Um, please check out Neva's blog at www.labudget.org. We have, uh, some more coronavirus related, um, publications, um, up there. We're looking at doing some more uh, outreach and some more efforts uh, for unemployment insurance. We know it's a complex topic and uh, a lot of people in the state are going to be looking for it. So we hope you uh, check us out on social media, Facebook and Twitter, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. And if you are listening to this podcast and you um, have found yourself unemployed due to this crisis, we would love to hear about your your experience. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we would love to hear about your experience as you are navigating the unemployment insurance process. So the Louisiana Budget Project is currently developing a survey that we're going to distribute online. 
Um, and this survey is going to just kind of uh, help people document um, their experiences, whether, you know, well, did your employer, you know, give you the information you needed up front when you were let, laid off? Um, what was your experience navigating um, the actual application process? And uh, the survey will also be translated um, and available for Spanish speakers and Vietnamese speakers if English is not their first language or if uh, English, uh, if they are um, less than proficient in English. And, and we really want to make an intentional effort to do that because another one of our recommendations, so the Workforce Commission was ensuring that more content, um, especially on the first page of the website, was translated for um, speakers uh, who may struggle understanding or reading English. So. And if you don't want to wait for uh, the survey, feel free to reach out to us at lbp at labudget.org, lbp at labudget.org. We check in that email uh, daily. So feel free to reach out. Yep. All right, y'all. Everyone stay safe. We'll talk to y'all soon. All right. Thanks, Jamie. Thank you.